الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا إنه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغم وتركان على المحجة البيضاء اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وقدوتنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the gracious, the merciful, I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship and adoration and prostration except Allah, the creator and sustainer of the heavens and the earth. And I bear witness that Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is his final messenger. Allah tells us in the Quran, in Surah Al-Baqarah, قالوا أتجعل فيها من يفسد فيها ويسفك الدماء ونحن نسبح بحمدك ونقدس لك قال إني أعلم ما لا تعلمون Allah states in Surah Al-Baqarah a description about an event that took place in the heavenly realm before we were put on this earth where Allah stated to the angels saying, stating in this verse and it is when Allah mentioned to the angels I'm going to put on this earth a vicegerent a custodian, a steward. The angels reply back to Allah, and it's Allah stating this. The angels reply back to Allah saying, Oh Allah, you're going to put on this earth someone who will spread mischief and, sp and spill blood. Allah replied back by saying, I know that which you do not know. Allah states this about this reality, this event that took place before you and I had our souls and we were made out of clay and we were put on this earth. Why would Allah inform us of this? He's speaking to us about a conversation, intimate conversation between him and the angels, taking place in a realm that we cannot access right now. This conversation speaks of a curiosity of the angels about you and me. They're very interested, they're very curious. They didn't know about human beings because we were not made yet, and Allah is informing them, and they're curious. These very angels that are so curious about you and me will begin a relationship with, with you and me. Beginning with that conversation, before that they didn't know about you and me. But that conversation that Allah recorded in the Quran will begin a very intimate relationship between not only us and Allah, but also us and the angels. As you and I know, a core belief in our faith, the second tenet of faith, is to believe in the angels of Allah. And indeed, if you look at society, we'll find a widespread belief in angels. They say that actually 8 out of 10 Americans believe in angels. Angels are adorable. People are fascinated by them. They're inspired by them. Even in our casual conversations, we speak of people behaving well and we say they're like angels. Right? Interestingly enough, 4 out of 10 non-religious people, 4 out of 10 non-religious people, Believe also in angels. That's fascinating. So even those who are having a hard time believing God believe in angels. Some fascination, fascination with angels, yet people have different definitions and understandings of angels. I ask you today, what is your understanding of angels? 
of the angels of Allah that Allah says the believers must believe in. They lie in another realm that cannot be quantified or measured or observed, yet the belief in them is so essential. Not enough to say believe in Allah, but I believe in his books, in his messengers, and I believe in the angels of Allah, and I believe in the hereafter. I ask you today, what kind of a belief do we have in the angels? Is it a real, lively, intimate belief in the angels? Is it going to the level of awareness of the angels and a love and adoration of the angels? That you feel their presence on a daily basis. There's, you know, no secret that Allah is speaking abundantly about the angels in the Quran and it's not an accident. Throughout the Quran, you'll find countless references to the angels of Allah. But not only this, Allah doesn't want you and I to just believe in them. He wants us to adore those angels. Allah speaks of their nature, that they're made out of a special substance, luminous substance, a nur, a light. They're not like you and me, they're not like jinn. Allah speaks of them not eating and drinking, that they're worshipping Allah around the clock. Allah speaks of their numbers, not being countable numbers. They're astronomical, they're only known to Allah, that the Prophet says, that there is not a spot, a spot in the lowest heaven. We're not even speaking of the higher, the lowest heaven. Except that there is an angel of Allah placing his head on it, making, making dhikr of Allah, glorifying Allah. Can you imagine the sight that the Prophet says that the heavens are about to crack, crack out of the weight of those angels adoring Allah, prostrating them. They're around, around the clock executing the commands of Allah. They have no free will. They say, yes, our Lord, at your request, at your service, we're here to ex execute various commands and missions for Allah. Not that Allah needs angels or human beings, but this is a creation of Allah, noble, honorable creation of Allah that is lying in another place, in another realm, beyond this realm. Just as we believe in Allah, and we yearn and seek to have this intimate relationship with Allah that enriches our faith, that makes us ascend. Little do we know that we need to have a relationship with the angels of Allah. And if we only understand the adoration and the love of the angels for you and me, we would be racing out of joy, out of hope, out of interest in a relationship with the angels of Allah. So I ask you today, before we delve deeper, how many of us think about them today? How many of us actively remember the angels of Allah and Allah's love for them and the Prophet's love for them? Allah speaks to us further in the Quran to interest you and me in the angels. As I said, it's not just a mere belief. Allah wants to interest you in the angels, wants to endear you to them, wants them to be endeared to you. He speaks to us of angels performing various functions for you and me. They're present throughout the stages of our lives that when we're embedded into the womb of our mothers. SubhanAllah, it was an angel of Allah that Allah sent to breathe a soul into you. Wow, to begin a relationship by breathing a breath into you from an angel? How intimate is that? Do you remember the people, you know, who were present when you were born? We don't know, we, we were told who was present. Your, your father and your mother clearly delivered you. Relatives outside, how many of us were aware that the angels were there before even your parents were there? Intimately knowing you, present around you. And that when you're born, Allah Azza speaks to us 
In the Quran about those two angels, you know, we tell every child, the first thing we are keen on as parents, because we want to make sure that they're lined up, right? You have two angels on your shoulders recording your deeds. Before we speak to them about anybody else, because we want to line them up. So every child, you know, in a Muslim family knows about at least those two angels in Jibreel, perhaps, right? The two angels. Mm -mm, watch out, the angels recording your bad deeds, your bad work, right? We know about them intimately, but do you feel them? Does it go beyond the two angels around me just recording my deeds, my whispers, my words, my thoughts, my intentions? Allah says in the Quran, goes far beyond. He says, it goes beyond that. You have no idea how much Allah is protecting you and me. And what kind of instruments he employs in the heavens and the earth to provide that protection. Because Allah is powerful. He says in this beautiful verse in Surah Al-Ra'ad, that each person, upon you and me right now, is a succession of angels surrounding you completely from your, you know, from your front and from your behind, protecting and guarding you by the command of Allah. We just don't see them. They're invisible forces. But not just a soldier with a, with a you know, the gun to protect you. No, 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 no. They're carrying a, a soul and a spirit that intimately loves you. Do you remember the first conversation? They said, who is this person? Allah placed your love and my love into their hearts, into their souls. It's embedded. And now they're assigning them to protect you night and day. Angels that are assigned to you to make ameen, to say ameen to your du'as, night and day, to keep an eye on you under their watch. Why is Allah doing all of this? To tell you, don't worry. I'm employing angels in the heavens to care for you. To adore you. These angels will stay with you throughout your lives. And we're told also that they're angels of Allah, like Mikael, who delivers the rain of provision, who drives the clouds that we see hovering around us. You see, those who believe in just material reality will tell you you're, you're insane. That's the difference. Here it is. The belief in the presence of these angelic creatures. Just as we believe in the presence of Allah, they're intertwined. You cannot separate them. Just as you cannot separate the belief in Allah from the belief in the Qur'an, you have to believe. These are the tenets of faith. But what kind of faith, again, is what we're talking about? There's dry, empty faith, and there's a faith full of intimacy. That you sense their presence. That you're aware of the presence of that divine realm, and you're connected to it. And it takes an effort to get there. Allah speaks further of these angels, that they're the ones who came to you in the month of Ramadan. Right? We know about the angel Jibreel who came to deliver the revelation, not only to Prophet Muhammad وسلم, the angel Jibreel intimately connected with every messenger of Allah, over 100,000. That was his mission. He is the chief of the angels, the most beautiful, the most adorable, described as having 600 wings adorned with jewels. This is the angel, the ultimate angel. How many of us think of Jibreel Why would Allah mention in Surah Al-Qadr that on that night, Laylatul Qadr, that Allah will send down armies and armies of angels, and within them is Jibreel to witness the believers. Why would he tell us this? To begin to feel their presence. It's a big deal in the heavens that you carry faith. That Allah would send angels down to earth to celebrate you and me. That you're stars in the heavens. Even if no one recognizes you. Even if you think you're unworthy, you're worthy, as Allah says, to the angels of Allah. Wow, that's that's powerful. We call people angels. Do we know that you're beloved to an angel? 
angels of Allah who are adoring you in the heavens, who are coming down in the month of Ramadan to celebrate you, to praise you, and to bring back your news. Do you know about the angels that the Prophet ﷺ tells us about who are searching by the command of Allah? They're assigned this one mission to go out into the creation searching for those who remember Allah. Mention the word Allah. And you know what happens when they stumble upon them? Remember again how curious they were about you and me. Now they're searching for us. A legion of angels. The Prophet says their mission is to go search out those who are saying SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. Putting their head on the ground saying SubhanAllah. Or just secretly remembering Allah. And when they find them, you know what they do? According to the hadith of the Prophet they start calling each other. We found them. We found them. We found them. Found who? Those who remember Allah. And they start to celebrate and hover around it. The Prophet says, when they find that one person or one group, they start to surround them with their wings. And Allah bestows His mercy upon that group. And the mercy of Allah encompasses them all the way to the heavens. And they're mentioned by Allah in the heavens. Because of you mentioning Allah's name, you're celebrated by this legion of angels. Their numbers are beyond imagination. These angels will accompany you every step of the way. They're present right now. They're not an abstraction. They're real. They're real. When we're engrossed in this material, material reality, we're not aware of these things. It's a sensation in the heart that Allah gives the believer. It's a gift. And Allah says they'll be waiting for you at death. That just as your entry into this world was signaled or was initiated, clearly an act of Allah by an angel, your departure out of this world is going to be taking place by an angel. SubhanAllah. They accompany you in your, mom, in your mom's womb. They accompany you on your way out. And it is an angel of Allah, the angel of death. SubhanAllah. And many of us are afraid of this angel of death. Yet, this angel of death intimately loves you. He's taking your soul to Allah. And he'll be coming there to your head to summon your soul, saying, O oh, righteous soul, come out to meet Allah. Come out to meet the mercy of Allah. And it's a moment of celebration for the believer. As this angel takes out that soul, so gently, as the Prophet says, it emanates or comes out of you as a drop of fluid out of a bucket. And, and, and instantly, it is, we're told that the believer, when they depart from this world, actually everybody, will see angels standing at the, in the, you know, the horizon waiting for that person. That's it. That's your signal. You're about to leave. There's no coming back. Over. Last breath. You see a legion of angels standing in the horizon. Someone believes in Allah, they'll be carrying smiles with them. They'll be awaiting your, your arrival. They're anticipating you. They're, they can't wait to carry you. Right? And as soon as the angel of death takes a soul out, they rush to take that soul out of the hands of the angel of death. They don't want you worried. So Allah says in the Quran, Here it is again. Numerous references. He says when the believer leaves this, this earth, a journey back to Allah, to your, to your maker, angels come down from the heavens. SubhanAllah. Why? To assure you and to comfort you. Don't fear, don't grieve. Don't grieve over your past. Over a life, don't worry. You're about time now. You're able to see reality fully. The veil has been removed. You will not even be worried about your family. Allah will show you. 
And he sends these angels to comfort you. You know, sometimes we need company, right? Allah says, don't worry, I'm with you, but I'm also surrounding you by my angels just to assure you, you're okay and you're beloved to Allah. They carry that soul to the heavens. And the Prophet ﷺ tells us that out of that soul, a beautiful fragrance comes out. That other angels would almost be jealous that this group of angels is carrying that soul until it arrives to the heavens and other angels open the gates of the heavens for you. Wow, what is this about? Is it just a fact? No, it's an intimate relationship. Allah is telling you, don't worry, even if you're by yourself. If you feel, if you feel unworthy, you are worthy to Allah. You're worthy to the angels just because of your faith in Allah. That's powerful, brothers and sisters. This is the type of relationship that the Prophet ﷺ had with the angels. He loved them, he adored them. He waited for the arrival of Jibreel. He, he took joy in his company. He asked Allah to surround them with angels. And they're also the angels that will await you on the day of judgment. You know what, what for what reason? To accompany you every step of the way on the day of judgment so that you are feeling okay. So that you're soothed, so that you're not afraid. SubhanAllah. Powerful signs from Allah. Powerful company. All the way to the gate of the heaven. Angels greeting you. Allah says, Salamun alaykum. They'll be greeting you with the ultimate greeting. Salamun alaykum. Tibtum. Tibtum. Purified may you be. You could enter Jannah. Why is Allah doing all of this? Signals of love. Signals of affection. That you're not by yourself. And what else do they do for the believers? Allah tells us something also incredible to assure you and me, to comfort you and me right now. Allah wants you to know this. Otherwise, it wouldn't be mentioned in the Quran countless times. He tells us in Surah Ghafir, look at the special honor for the believers. Those of us who are worried and anxious as we go through life and we carry our struggles forward. Well, you know, we're very happy when someone makes dua for us. Again, I always kind of reference this kind of interesting thing that happens to us when we hear that someone is making dua for us. How would you feel when somebody tells you, I made dua for you? Or when you hear the news that a group of people were mentioning you fondly, and now even better, they made dua for you at Kaaba, right? I'm about to undertake an inshallah trip overseas, and inshallah by Allah's will go to Jerusalem. And I can you know, count how many people ask for duas in Masjid al-Aqsa. I said, inshallah, if Allah wills. I'm writing, they're taking down names. I'm here. You want names to show after Salah? Give me your name. Right? I don't make general. You know, when I ask people for du'as, um, you know, especially like at sacred sites, they say, yeah, yeah, sure, we're going to make du'a for you. I say, is it the general du'a? Or is it the personal du'a? Right? They say, no, no, we made du'a for you. I said, is it one of those, like, yeah, Allah, forgive the believers? And I'm counting as one of those? Or is it for Brother Tariq? They say, what's the first? I say, it doesn't count. I want the second. Right? I'm keen on it. So inshallah by name. Give me your name, inshallah. Make dua for you. But how happy are you when you hear that someone made dua and they inform you of it? They don't lie to you. They come and tell you, I made dua for you. In Ramadan, in the last night, in front of the Kaaba, and I teared out of a, when I made dua for you. How would you feel? You feel uplifted no matter how miserable you were the second before. It's a treasure. What if you were told that the angels of Allah make dua? And you know who's telling you? Allah Himself. So He says in Surah Ghafir, "Aladina yahilun al-arsha wa man hawlahu, yusabbihuna bihamdi Rabbihim wa yuminuna bih, wa istaghfiruna lil-ladina amanu, Rabbana wasi'ta kull shay'in rahmatan wa ilma, faghfir lil-ladina tabu wa tabu sabilak." 
Allah tells us at the beginning of Surah Ghafir, not any angels. Angels come in ranks. The best of the angels is Jibreel. The highest rank are those carrying the throne of Allah and the ones around them. The highest. What's their mission and function? Allah tells us in Surah Ghafir, you know, get ready to receive the ultimate glad tidings from Allah in case you're not feeling well, in case you're suffering. Allah says, right now, these angels that carry the throne of Allah and those around the throne of Allah are doing what, Ya Allah? He's telling us, first of all, here's what you know, they believe in. Allah says, they're constantly making dhikr of Allah, saying, SubhanAllah, what does SubhanAllah mean? We declare the perfection of Allah, they witness it. And unlike you and me, we doubt it sometimes, or many times, we're not sure of it. We have these funny feelings sometimes about Allah because of the difficulties of life where we question His wisdom. The angels have no problem. They witness the mercy of Allah fully, perfectly. They never doubt Allah. So they say, SubhanAllah, constantly. What else do they do? And they adore Allah by saying, Alhamdulillah. No one like Allah. Constantly. SubhanAllah, Alhamdulillah. Allah is telling you, the ultimate angels their biggest achievement is that they're making dhikr of Allah. What about making dhikr of Allah? You're joining the ranks of the angels. What else do, do, they, do they do, Ya Allah? And they believe in Allah. Why is he saying this? To tell you your belief in Allah is a big deal. That the highest legion of angels believe in Allah. That's number two. What else, Ya Allah, do they do? What's the third function? He says, Would you have imagined that they're one of their main functions is to make istighfar, dua, for the forgiveness of the believers. The ones carrying the throne of Allah, night and day, around the clock, non-stop, from the moment that Allah put them there, till eternity, they're believing in Allah, they're making dhikr of Allah, and they're making dua for you and me. For what? That Allah forgives us. SubhanAllah. Even if you don't for ask for yourself, these angels are making it. Why is Allah doing this? Why? What is He telling us? To share a big deal to Allah. To assure and comfort us, don't worry, no matter what your shortcomings are, no matter how messed up you think you are, unworthy or far from Allah, I have angels not and they make a for you. Which means Allah wants to give it to you. SubhanAllah, that's a message from Allah Azza wa Could it be more intimate, brothers and sisters? Allah Azza wa further tells us what they say and how they say it. They turn to Allah and this is their statement recorded in the Qur'an. This is what these angels are saying right now. First, what is their understanding of Allah? If you were to summarize the angels' understanding of Allah, what would it be? Here it is. Allah tells us. This is a summary of all wisdom. The ultimate lesson of life. The thing Allah wants you to know the most about Him. It's stated at the tongue of the angels. What do they say, Allah? رَبَّنَا وَسِعْتَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ رَحْمَةً they're already witnesses. They say, Ya Allah, Rabbana, our Lord, our nurturer, you've encompassed everything with two things. Forever. Your full rahmah and your full knowledge. What does that mean? They're saying to Allah, Ya Allah, we're aware, we witness it, that not a thing in the heavens or the earth, every event, everything that is happening to you and me right now, that we call evil, right? What we call bad. The angels are saying to Allah, Allah, we're aware that it's fully infused with your rahmah, mercy, but we just don't see it. 
You might perceive it as evil, but within it and around it is the full mercy of Allah. And what else? Not enough. Full knowledge. Allah designed it. Allah made it happen. And it happened for reasons beyond your imagination. You and I have to believe in it. The angels understand it fully. Can we learn from the angels of Allah? This ultimate lesson of life and the ultimate thing to know about Allah. Ya Allah, you know everything fully. It is all good. And it's all full of your mercy. Right now, even if I don't, don't understand why I'm ill, why I'm struggling, it's encompassed completely by your full rahmah. Full care and affection. Fully merciful. And it's out of your full knowledge. Who am I to tell Allah what to do? With my limited understanding. Finite. Meaningless. Limited mind. This is their understanding. What else do they do? So Allah tells us their understanding and then he goes on to tell us how they make dua for you and me. How do they say it? What do they say? Rabbana. They say further. In their dua for the believers. Ya Allah. Here is their request to Allah, the ones carrying the throne of Allah. Forgive those who turn back to you. Make tawbah. All of us make mistakes. Tawbah means ask Allah for forgiveness. Make an attempt. That's it. Say, Allah, take me back. They're saying to Allah, Ya Allah, those who do this, and they try their best on the path, Ya Allah, forgive them. Ya Allah, forgive them. Ya Allah, forgive them. So they're aware of your shortcomings and my shortcomings. Fully. They're aware of our needs. They understand our anxieties and the burdens. And they're begging Allah, Ya Allah, forgive them. Ya Allah, forgive them. What else do they ask for? Is that, is that all? No. Here's what, they, what else they say. What are we concerned about on this earth? The number one concern of all parents is their children and the rest of their families go to Jannah. Isn't it true? That's the ultimate, right? You know who's making dua for you and me that we're joined together as families in Jannah? Because Allah wants to give it to you. Don't worry. Angels make dua for that. رَبَّنَا وَأَدْخِلْهُمْ جَنَّاتِ وَمَنْ صَلَحَ مِنْ آبَائِهِمْ وَأَزْوَاجِهِمْ وَذُرِّيَاتِهِمْ SubhanAllah. They're saying to Allah, Ya Allah, we beg you, Ya Allah. Put them in Jannah and their fathers and their mothers and their children. All of them. Because they want you to be happy. Who put that dua in them? Allah. He's telling you, I want to give it to you. Don't worry. Just do your best. Have faith in Allah. Take steps with Allah. I have angels night and day making dua for you. وَقِيمْ عَذَابَ الْجَحْمِ Ya Allah, and also protect them from the torment of the hell. وَقِيمْ وَسَيْعَةِ Ya Allah, protect them from all evil. How intimate and how powerful is this right now? It's not just about somebody making dua for you in Masjid Al-Aqsa or Kaaba. No, no, no. Angels of Allah are making dua for you right now. That's the message of Allah, brothers and sisters. That's something powerful that Allah wants you to know about His angels. That they intimately love you. That they're concerned for you and me. That you're not alone. You have a powerful company around you right now, carrying you, taking care of you by the command of Allah, assuring you, strengthening you, and making dua for you. Who else Allah has to join us with the angels, to surround us with his angels, and to fulfill the duas of the angels for the believers. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salam, 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 w
So what is the ultimate message of Allah about the second tenet of faith? And this is the distinct Muslim understanding. You have a gift, a treasure. It's called the angels of Allah. How many of us really think about the angels going to bed at night? When we're struggling, say, Ya Allah, surround me with your angels. They're there. And Ya Allah, grant me their love. Because they love you. Allah's message is they adore you. You're so dear to them, Allah planted this in them. To tell you you're not alone, you're so beloved in the heavens. Because of your faith, no matter how unworthy you think you are, you're worthy to Allah, and you're worthy to the ultimate creation of Allah. Even if everybody hates you here, it doesn't matter. You're known. You're known by name to the angels. They've carried you, they've been with you every second of your existence, and they're the ones who are going to greet you, because they love you more than anyone else. SubhanAllah, Allah tells us, Indeed, when you arrive there, the very angels who are asking about you and me that were messed up are going to be coming saying, come home. Come home, we can't wait to see you. Carrying you all the way into paradise. Wishing you and making dua for you and, and showering you with incredible greetings. Salamun alaykum, salamun alaykum. I ask you today, how many of us look forward to this? And in the process, before we really see them, because they're here. They're here right now. This is the promise of Allah, it's real, absolutely real. Turn it back and say, Ya Allah, just as they remember me, Allah make me remember them, right? And Allah says, whoever remembers Allah to themselves, Allah remembers you to himself. And whoever mentions Allah in front of others, Allah mentions you by name in front of who? The angels of Allah. Can you imagine? They're, you're known. Just by saying, La ilaha illallah, Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, or you mention Allah in any way. Allah mentions you by name, adoring you, praising you, in front of his angels. What a beautiful gift. Can any gift rival this? Absolutely not. Right now it can be happening. By your choice and my choice. Just as they make dua for, for us, how many of us make dua for the angels of Allah? Right? How many of us understand they're going to intercede for us and say, Ya Allah, grant us their intercession? Just as we ask for the intercession of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa right? How many of you say, Ya Allah, I ask Ya Allah to surround me with Jibreel right now, with Mikael. Ya Allah, make me feel their presence. Make me feel the presence of those guardian angels, Ya Allah. Make me adore them and love them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant me their company in paradise. Can you imagine if the angels of Allah hear you wishing that for them and expressing that love and adoration? Well, we know that thoughts shape reality. Your thoughts will be fulfilled. Your du'as will be fulfilled. Can you imagine the ultimate gift that you'll receive with these angels of Allah who are present with you right now? What a beautiful message from Allah to all of us. You're not alone, brothers and sisters, no matter what you think. And it's Allah telling you and me, we're in the protection of Allah. We're under His watch. His mercy is so powerful, so infinite so encompassing that no matter what you think about yourself it's happening right now the angels of allah are around you his mercy is surrounding you and it's a sign of love ultimately there's nothing better than to grace our hands and understand that whenever we make mention of allah allah mentions us to the angels that the angels of allah are making dua for you right right now which means allah wants to give you these things so let us raise our hands and ask dua Inshallah. Ya Allah, we ask Ya Allah, we beseech you, Ya Allah, that you bestow upon us your mercy. That you forgive us, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you're so generous in forgiving. That you made your 
highest ranking angels make dua for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill their duas, Ya Allah, for the believers. Fulfill their duas, Ya Allah, for forgiveness. Fulfill their duas, Ya Allah, that you join us with our families, children, and parents, and grandparents, all the way down, Ya Allah, to the last generation on this earth. From the beginning generation, Ya Allah, grant us their company, Ya Allah, because the angels of Allah, your angels are making dua for that, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, guide us to the straight path and grant us the love of the angels and the love of the Prophet And your love, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, make us, Ya Allah, please you, Ya Allah, with everything that we do. Make us steadfast on the path, Ya Allah. Guide our hearts, firm them up, Ya Allah. Grant us your remembrance, Ya Allah. Guide our children, guide our parents, guide our spouses, Ya Allah. Protect us from all harm, from all evil, Ya Allah. Do not make us among the unjust. Ya Allah, relieve the believers, Ya Allah, forgive the believers, Ya Allah, make us gentle and merciful with the believers, Ya Allah. Allahumma fillana warhamna, wa'afu anna, wa tawalla amrana, wa ahsan khalasana, wa akhtim al baqiyat al salihat amalana. Allahumma anna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Wa salli lahum ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa aqim al salah. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن 